on this episode of Optimal Health Uncovered. In school, we're told, like, don't cheat, you know, don't look at this person's paper. But, like, when you get into the professional world, if, that's if how they're, you learn. that's how you learn. And if, if there's a person who's the best at doing it and you're not trying to take what they're doing and applying it, then you're dumb. Like, you're like, what, then what else? By a client that may need either maintenance work or is recovering from an injury, I want to trust a PT that I can send to. And he was like, "Well, I'm not, I'm not going to open up a referral network. I don't need to." He goes, "But you know, there could be an opportunity to, you know, maybe bring a golf fitness guy on staff." And I was like, "Can I send you my resume?" <laughs> and now I'm here. Seriously, the like that—that's literally how that went down. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's great to have you. And like, obviously, when I first met you, I was like, wow, we literally found the perfect person for this job because you just, you seem to know exactly what we were doing before you even met us. It was a whole concept of like making sure you have a team, uh, making sure you can focus on everything, not just uh, your powerlifting or whatever, but your nutrition, your stress management, you constantly talk about sleep, you have an aura ring. We talk so much mm-hmm. about aura rings and the fact yep. that you have one before you even got here speaks volumes. Yep. <laughs> um, so can you speak a little bit on that? Obviously, you know a lot. Of, I'm, I assume this is just knowledge that you've accumulated either from your mm-hmm. mentors or it's just over time. Can you speak a little bit on why sleep is so important? Why you have to keep up with your nutrition if you want to be good at golf? Absolutely. It doesn't I, seem to... Yeah, you know. I know. And it's, it's something that actually I I have such a passion on that I would love to dive in deeper and get even more knowledgeable on. Um, I remember um, I listened to a a Joe Rogan podcast with Matthew Walker, who uh, wrote the book, Why Sleep Matters. Um, I read that book, listened to the podcast, and I was just dumbfounded on the amount of Um, sleep that I was losing. And I also realized and through him is that sleep is the number one free, I'll say it again, the number one free performance enhancer. Yeah. Literally control the controllables, right? You don't have to go out and buy this. This is something that you can work on. A, A no, like life gets in the way. Your 80 hour a week finance guy might have trouble, you know, in that sleep, but that's what we're here for to coach them. But you know, to go into that sleep thing a little more, it just, you know, for multiple benefits for, you know, uh, deep sleep, right? So the, the aura ring, right? It's awesome. So it shows you stats like REM sleep, deep sleep, you know, HRV. So deep sleep, if you want to build healthy muscle tissue, if you want to get stronger, guess what? If you get enough deep sleep, that helps recover. That also helps build muscle. If you're not getting enough deep sleep, then if you're spending two hours in the gym and you're only sleeping four and a half hours at night, you literally are spinning the wheels. You might get 60 to 70% of what you put in the gym because you're not doing enough on the recovery side. Yeah, we're always talking about how you need to take a day off or just need to take a breath a, a breather you can't just constantly keep pushing your body putting your body right. through stress it needs to take some time to regenerate basically and you just said that stress right so um you know if you don't sleep or if you don't get enough sleep your body wakes up under stress and guess what happens when you work out or exercise you're putting good stress on your body but if you're compounding stress from no sleep on top of the stress of working out now that's just a, a bad combination and it's a combination that you're really not going to get anything out of so um yeah sleep is just something that i know the ring has put me on a great track of um accountability um and i do believe on that right and i 
always ask, that's like literally my first question I, I asked my clients. I had a client this morning, like, how'd you sleep last night? He's like, yeah, I slept okay. Like, what does that mean? He goes, yeah, I, I got like seven, like six and a half, seven hours of sleep. I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? If he said, oh, yeah, I didn't really sleep last night. I got like four hours of sleep. It was a long night. I had a call with China. I'd be like, all right, get on the foam roller. We're going to be doing mobility for half the yeah. session. Like, there's no reason that we're going to go under load here. And also nutrition too, right? So, I mean, that's a lot of the, the, if you want to break it down into pillars of, you know, you should exercise, you know, three to five times a week, depending on your goals. Um, you should sleep, right? Like we just talked about all, but also nutrition. Nutrition is just so important and it, and also helps on that recovery side. So again, if a golfer comes into me and says, I want to hit the ball further. Like, okay, we screen you. He's strong enough. We put him in a power program. Guess what that means? We're going to be moving some heavy load, maybe 80% of his one rep max if he is able to do that. Guess what he has to do? He has to sleep well. He also has to eat well, right? So anytime we're lifting weights or exercising, we're going to be, you know, lack of better terms, we're going to be damaging that muscle tissue. We need to be eating the right things like, you know, lean proteins and good carbohydrates um, and good fats to basically replenish our system. Um, And I learned a lot of that through uh, certification, precision nutrition, um, which is a great cert. Um, By no means, I'm not a dietitian. I, I don't have, you know, the ability to say prescribe someone a meal plan, but I can educate clients on on portion control and on what to eat. So for instance, right, I have, say I have an 18 year old golfer who wants to put on five pounds of weight um, and he wants to know kind of what to eat or how to eat it. So I say, okay, so if you're trying to put on weight here, so we got to make sure that we're having at least two palms of protein per meal. So say chicken. So, you know, one palm of of chicken is, is around 26 grams of protein. So if she, let's say he, he, he should be having at least, you know, two palms per meal. And if, if he's a lot, protein. a lot of protein, but guess what? That's going to support that skeletal system. It's going to help build the muscle. It's going to help recover. A lot of times when you're very have onset muscle soreness, uh, one of the indicators could be is that you're not getting enough protein because mm-hmm. protein has those amino acids and those great you know, nutrients that's going to help you recover. Another thing too is carbohydrates. So what kind of carbohydrates are you eating? I hope you're not eating things like um, white pasta or, you know, just really carbohydrates that aren't doing anything. I like to say kind of like eat those nice complex carbohydrates, those sweet potatoes, those white rice, the quinoas, those carbohydrates that are not only going to help you, you know, recover and restore that glycogen in your bloodstream, but it's also going to not going to spike your blood sugar. So that's, that's a, that's a big key that I've learned in nutrition too, is, you know, if we eat the wrong carbohydrates or if we're relying on sugar, um, it's, it's going to spike our, spike our, uh, our blood sugar. So say white pasta, right? It could give me energy energy for who knows half hour to an hour but guess what that's gonna rise my blood sugar think of a roller coaster tick 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 all the way up and as soon as i go up i'm gonna come down just as fast so um knowing the right carbohydrates to put in your body following the certain activities yeah, so basically don't eat a big mac sure it has meat and bread and maybe some lettuce to right. know, make it seem like you're eating veggies but in reality that does nothing for does you nothing actually make things worse exactly yeah i mean rule of thumb too it's just like you want to eat things that either 
either came from the earth, whether they grew on the ground or, you know, they were grazing on a field, hopefully eating grass. Um, you don't want to be eating anything that was made in a lab with a white coat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how does it, where did a Cheeto come from? A Cheeto <laughs> has not been on the prairie of Montana growing for, you know, six I months. a Cheeto farm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like people say money grow on trees, but what about Cheetos? Yeah, Cheetos Cheeto farm with Cheetos running around, per se, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a fun place to visit. <laughs> It would be. Also, you kept mentioning all these amazing mentors that you've had. Um, so one of the biggest things that we focus on here is being teachers and scholars. So mm. learning from people, being able to educate, and also huddling. We ha- we are a team. We're going to uh, share our knowledge and information with each other because that's how you provide the best experience for your clients. That's how you achieve your goals. Um, so obviously here you have your set team, but most of your career you've been sort of on your own, moving from place to place, uh, learning as you go. Can you share some tips on like, how do you find these mentors? What do you need to do in order to get them and be successful? It's a great question. Um, I've always prided myself on finding the right people to learn from. Um, and I, you know, as, as corny as that might sound, like a lot of knowledge is free. Honestly, I would start where I would look up who the industry leaders were, you know, like I'll, I'll kind of name drop here again. I'll like the Mike Boyles, the, the Charlie Weingroffs, the, you know, the Greg Roses, um, the Stuart McGill's, all of these people are industry leaders. They all have literature out there, whether they've written books, whether they've done video series, of course you want to know who to pick, but if you do your, if you do your homework, I mean, you can literally just just read, right? You can read about these people. That's what I did. So before I got my internship with Mike, he, he wrote like two or three books. I read all of his books before I got into his internship. So it's the first thing I would say is just whoever you, whatever niche you want to go through, whether it's say it's like, you know, golf or, you know, like training basketball trainer, like Tim Grover was Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant's basketball trainer. I would find the top guy who's done it. And I would try to find some literature. And number two, I I would just try to then go find an email address. Right. And as, as, uh, as easy as that might sound, it could be hard depending on how hard they are. But, you know, I, a couple of my mentors who, um, I emailed for the first time, I never expected an email back and they emailed me right back. And now, I mean, look at Todd, right? Hopefully he can be a mentor forever for me. And he emailed me right back and it it doesn't really take a lot of effort to email someone back in my opinion. Um, and and yeah, I think it also shows this initiative. I mean, you want to learn, but they also want to start connecting with people. They're not closed off to learning new people, getting new experiences, connecting with others. Well, that's how you know they're the real deal, right? When they, when they want to give back because they knew the struggles and they, they grinded just as much as, um, you know, the person coming up, maybe more, probably more if they're on the top right now, but they know initially what it takes. They know, you know, the internships, like the unpaid internships, like maybe you have to get a second job. They know all of that. They've done that. They've bartended on the side, you know, they've, they've had, they found their passion. They never let it go. So it's always really neat when those, when those mentors, you know, get back to you and they make time for you, it kind of shows that while they're trying to, they're trying to grow the industry too, right? Because there's always talent that's coming up, whether they're, whether you're like, you're an athlete or you're a scholar. I mean, there's always people either smarter than you or more physically capable coming up. And, you know, one of my mentors always said, don't be the smartest person in the room. And I've, it's always stuck with me. Interesting. And, you know, that's why I, that's why I was so happy to come to perform because I was on my own and I'm like looking at myself. I'm like, 
I am the only person in this room and that is not a good thing. I need to go learn. And, um, you know, just there's the team is the, the sum of the team is what's so vital. And, you know, Todd explained that is that there's so many people within perform that could have their own company. You know, they could have their own Pilates studio. They could have their own PT clinic. They could have their own fitness gym, but being a part of the perform team, they're all getting better professionally. Um, and that's just the cool thing to look at. Yeah. Also, another thing that you mentioned earlier was you did a lot of research and you read the literature of the people that you wanted to connect with. I think that's something people can forget. It's very easy to just email someone and expect a response. You need to show your own initiative. You need to show that you actually care about this person. You're not just doing this to get a quick leg up. This is something you're actually interested in. Would you actually read like three books that someone wrote if you didn't actually want to follow up and follow through on this and actually learn more? I don't think so. You wouldn't really want to waste your time. Um, And also it helps you make that personal connection. If you show that you care about what this person is doing and honestly you you should if you're interested in going down a career path if you're passionate about something the best thing to be is happy to read more about whatever you're doing um so making that personal connection and being able to connect with people and you mentioned this when you were talking about uh working with your own clients being able to talk to them about something other than just okay well how many squats did you do is very important and it's good with building um, relationships and networking and uh, working with clients, but also finding new mentors because you need to convince them that you're the real deal too. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And I, I would be, I, hopefully one day someone can email me and be like, Hey, listen, you are absolutely killing it in the golf fitness side of the industry. You know, can I come shadow you? Can I come learn from you? I mean, it takes, you know, it, it takes zero effort for someone to be like, yeah, you I mean you can come shadow me. You can come see what I'm doing. I mean, in, in to call a spade a spade, I mean, it makes the person that is, you know, the person that is doing the training, it's like, okay, well, yeah, obviously they've value my opinion, which is great. And then again, like you can maybe learn from someone, maybe someone's coming in to shadow me who has like a, like a, like a a biomechanic, uh, background. And I'm like, wow, I don't know a ton about that. Let's have a conversation. Right. So, um, yeah, just, just being able to, like you said, just have initiative and the first email that gets sent out might not get answered, but if it's someone that you really, really want to learn from, like you keep emailing, they will email you back. You know, they might say, Oh, sorry. Felt follow up with me here. Unfortunately, all the people that have emailed me back and all my mentors have were for awesome right away. But yeah, I mean, I would say like don't get discouraged if the first email doesn't get read. Depending also, they on, they can just get lost in the inbox. Absolutely, it happens all the all, time. all the time all the time. So yeah, so absolutely. I would say, you know, read the literature, find the person you want to, you know, the niche, the person that you want to learn from, make sure they're reputable and yeah, send an email out. And then if they respond and you can somehow get there physically, geographically, I would say the next step is request to go and shadow them, whether they're a PT, whether they're a fitness guy, you know, whether they're a golf pro and you want to be a golf swing coach, go find these people and go sit in and go see them in person. You're going to learn how they deal with people, not only on the technical side with their profession, but you're going to also see how they talk to people, right? How they communicate with people. And then you can be like, oh, wow, I can, you know, I can take that, right? And it's just like, you know, 
it's funny. I, I've also heard this from other mentors where it's like in school, we're told like, don't, don't, you know, don't cheat, you know, don't, mm-hmm. don't look at this person's paper. But like when you get into the professional world, if, that's if they're, how that's how you learn. And if there's a person if there's a person who's the best at doing it and you're not trying to take what they're doing and applying it, then you're dumb. Like, like what, then what else exactly. you, yeah. Like, so that, that's my, that's probably one of my other biggest advices is just like, get that, get that good for information and apply it. Yeah. The only way to be a step ahead of your competition is to meet your competition where they're at. Absolutely. Yeah. And also I just want to give a little bit of a shout out to one of my friends. She's a med student and she has spent the past three or four years just shadowing every single doctor she can get her hands on. Um, a lot of people in their first or second year don't do that. They are either inundated by their schoolwork or they just haven't even thought of it or they don't have the initiative to go out and make those connections. And she wants to be an emergency room doctor. So that's even more important to shadow all kinds of doctors. That's how you get the knowledge. That's how you decide which field you even want to go into. And honestly, she's doing absolutely amazing and is probably near the top of her class just based off of initiative and just how much she wants to learn. Um, and Absolutely. Again, like, you know she's going to go far in life yeah. because of what she's done. Yeah, the efforts there, and then if the people that she's shadowing either need, uh, you know, need help, need a, a position opens, and if they have the ability to hire someone, bring bring someone on, I'm automatically thinking of the person who's taking the time out of the day to come shadow me for yeah. free, take time out of their day. Um, I'm thinking of that person right away, rather than kind of going and reading resumes online. Yeah, exactly. You've already made that connection. Right. You have a referral network if needed. I guess it's not as important in emergency medicine you're kind of a one and done there mm-hmm. but like you know in the off chance you can mention hey yeah. i know this doctor right around the corner go yeah. to them gotta hit the pavement fantastic. if you want it you gotta go for it exactly all right well i think we've covered a lot this has been one of our longer podcasts in a while um so thank you for being so talkative do you have anything you want to like mention finish us up with uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, uh, it's great to be here, um, with the, with the company. It's like I said, I mean, when I interviewed with Todd, there's, uh, there's PTs all over the country, um, that are educated, but I would say we're an industry leader for board certified PTs. I mean, there's just so many people in the building that, are so knowledgeable and I'm just so excited where I just, I also, I feel like I'm a little out of my comfort zone because there's so much I need to still learn. Um, but that's what excites me. Right. And that, that's what's going to help bring me to be a better trainer. If I can learn a lot on the PT side. Um, and then hopefully I can, you know, also give the knowledge back and everyone's just been so great to me. Like whoever said hi to me, who's ever introduced themselves to me, like everyone's just been so welcoming and it's been such an easy transition. Um, coming into a place with a lot of faces. So yeah, I thank you awesome. everybody for that. Yeah, of course. Well, it's been great to have you, um, yeah. not just on the podcast, but also around. You've been Thanks. very helpful and just, I learned so much from you, even though I don't know much about golf, I still learn about the more fitness side of things. So um, thank you for coming on to our podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. If, if anybody wants to train with him, please do so. He's fantastic. You can reach him at timothyv at performanceoptimalhealth.com. If you have any other questions for me, or if you want us to speak about a certain topic, have a certain guest come on, feel free to reach out to us at podcast at performanceoptimalhealth.com. Our inbox is always open and that's it for this week. Bye. Bye.